At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to the bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Campers, hey, it's Black Lou. Welcome to The Bonfire's Best of the Week. On Monday's show, things got tense in the studio as Jacob defended Grape Nut Cereal against a full-on assault from Jay and Dan. I had a sleepover incident where I just, I'd never heard of Grape Nuts, didn't know what they were. Sleeping over at a friend's house, saw Grape Nuts. I was like, this is going to be, so can't miss it was. I think the friendship How? ended shortly after that. Yeah, of course it should have. How do you? This absorb, kid was having me eat concrete. How do you absorb all the milk yet don't get any softer? You you don't get no, one no, push it out. Does. No, you what? don't. It does. It, you're talking. You're talking to a guy who eats it in the morning. Like that's my breakfast. I love it. With some fruit in it. No. Just I mean, raw. You just raw dog grape nut. Sugar? No, I put I put uh, almond milk. I like almond milk. Now. Wait, so it's just a little sugar, maybe? No sugar. What? I'm not putting sugar in. No, I wouldn't. So you just sugar. do grape nuts? Did you, not, did you not used to put sugar on like cornflakes, or do you always Cheerios. eat sugary cereals? But you used to put sugar on it. Yeah, yeah. That's and at the bottom, thing. there was like you just drink sugar milk. <laughs> yeah, just slosh around like sand. Pick it on That's your spoon. like dessert. Huh? Well, then why was I eating in the morning, asshole? Yeah. <laughs> why were Cocoa Puffs made for before school? Is it dessert? Well, then why the fuck am I, I eating in the like morning? A... Grape nuts. You, I, you can eat uh, bark if you can eat grape nuts. You it's can. like He's right. No. I... Here's the thing. Two... I've always enjoyed, I enjoy all the sugary cereals for sure. Like uh, if you're like, what's your favorite cereal of all, all of them? Like peanut butter, Captain Crunch, I love, which is pretty white garbage, but I love Loved peanut it. butter, Captain I went Crunch. through a love, I used, I went through affairs with a lot of cereals. It's probably my Cocoa. favorite thing of peanut butter is peanut butter Captain Crunch. If you're saying gun, gun to the head, one cereal, I, I know this isn't going to be that exciting. Cocoa Krispies. Um, that that's odd because what I would say actually, my favorite cereal if you're going by taste is probably Cocoa Krispies. Yeah, uh, not Cocoa Krispies, Cocoa uh, Pebbles. Oh, Cocoa Pebbles. I can do Pebbles or or uh, Cocoa no, the Krispies. Rice Krispies too light to make it my favorite. But I you like can the do density. Multiple. I like you the density mo- of. We're here. We're back again talking. We always. Sometimes it's funny because we'll just come in and just immediately goes to. Well, first off, we have a whole table of sugar in front of us, mm-hmm. so that's how this went down. I'm but grape nuts, up, dude. Th- did you eat grape nuts as a child? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Why? Did, you, did your dad not love you? I had other cereals, but you know, as an as an adult, I only had. I switched to just grape nuts. I always like grape nuts. If you leave it, let it sit for two minutes, it gets softer. I why would I do? I have to walk away from a bowl of cereal. <laughs> well, I'm telling well, you how to fix the. But wait, let me say to you, Jacob. I'm a person who look, my actual favorite cereal is. I can do like like total. 
yeah. with like blueberries in it. You know, I like put my own fruit. I, I swear oh, you to you, sassy mom. I grew up like I, I'm saying. I grew up uh, eating a lot of cereal more like that. Sure. With my grandmother, you know, like yeah. she always had like healthier cereals and put fruit in it and sweet and low. But yeah, I I grew up having like so that's my cereal and grape nuts is just horrible. It is. A punishment cereal. Shredded wheat is also for you. Got to be a fucking monster to do that to yourself. What are you? Are you angry? You've done something wrong. I would no, say. I actually. I'd like say it. if your husband starts eating shredded wheat, he's cheating on you. And that's the way he gets himself back every morning. He comes home and he has to eat a, a mouthful of muck. I think we should scrub the crime out of his mouth. I think we should feed it to uh, terrorist prisoners. That's how you get him to talk. Jacob, mm. I think you stop doing that to yourself. It's not torture to me. I enjoy it. You've you've made yourself think you enjoy it, but you don't. Well, what should I eat? Total Raisin Bran, bro. Uh, all right, I'll try it. Sugar Smacks. I never smacks. actually never had that. Total Raisin Bran. Delicious. Okay. Damn it. No you. sugar, no nothing. Cocoa Puffs. Don't listen to Dan. Dan's trying to lead you on a dark path. Jacob. I like Bran Flakes. Jacob. Also. Cookie Crisps. You like those? So get Bran Flakes, take a handful of your own raisins, throw them in there. Jacob. Yeah? I'll try. Maybe I'll some do blueberries. It. Get some fresh blueberries. Super I food, like the dude. idea of the raisins. How about this, Jacob? How about this, Jacob? Raisins and blueberries, dude. It's not crazy. No, I... <laughs> Jacob, fuck all that shit. Mix Captain Crunch peanut butter with Cocoa Puffs <laughs> oh my in God, one bag. Already, by, I, by the way, Reese's is already here. I'm not saying yeah, I would But it's not the same. I know I would enjoy every cereal you're talking about. I've had them, but mm -hmm. I'm just... When'd you have them? What, what like condition do you to Captain hate these Crunk? things so much? Did Toucan, I don't Sam, did Toucan Sam do something to you? Yeah. No, <laughs> that's I, what I was going to say. Did you get raped by the Lucky Charms? Yeah, snap, crackle, and pop took their turns on me like a thumb cushion. <laughs> there's one There's one charm he told me he forgot. The I starfish. Just... <laughs> oh, oh, Jacob, you're great. And chocolate starfish. Yeah. Follow your nose. <laughs> Tell anyone and I'll kill you, kid. You want to suck Toucan Sam's dick? Yeah. I met him. Had him all. He was there for us autograph signing. Tricks are for gays. Pete Corielli stopped by the studio one Tuesday and had a great conversation with the bonfire hosts about getting high before a show and the weird quiet of driving home right after a set. I'd rather drive home on a gig and get back to my bed. If it's in within five hours, I'll drive home. Oh, five hours without a doubt. That's yeah. practically home. That's okay. practically home. But you yeah, know, some I'll, of do, those... I'll, I'll do. Yes, like Syracuse. I always go home Saturday night yeah. after the last show for sure. Anything like that. Like, yeah, I think five hours and below. But <laughs> if you're driving yourself, it messes up the vibe of my show. Like, if I know I'm going to go back to the hotel, I still like to have a few pops. You know, so yeah, sure. some beers and stuff. You know. Um, but if I'm driving home, you know, you're getting a sterile show because I got a five-hour drive after the show. <laughs> and, and halfway through the second show, I could hit you with a punchline in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be on the road in 25 minutes. Dude, that's so funny. And, and that's bad, though, right? You're not supposed to be so committed. Just traveling Pete Corielli energy. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't know. This is fucking Do you smoke weed? Not giving them your all because you got a four-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, you're like, going to save some for the road, folks. That's absolutely But do you smoke weed before you go on stage? Yeah, of course, yeah. So that doesn't do it. See, for me, I, I, alcohol, that's, that's all I need. Alcohol's never been my fuel for stage, so weed would be the problem. I'll tell you what was hilarious. This Friday uh, at the stand, just when I, by the time I got to my first show, yeah, whatever, I, I just forgot to smoke weed before I went on stage the first time, and realized it right before I went on stage, and it definitely affected my set. I felt like at a little out of sorts. Did you feel tight? Not. Yes, like I was oh, like yeah. I, I usually when I go on stage, the first thing I say are two things. If it doesn't get like a big pop, because it's usually just something 
in the moment of what's happening. It doesn't get a pop. I just have that like, oh, I have more of like a like a knuckle crack. Like, <laughs> yeah, here we go, dude. Let's get this crowd. Let's wake them up with some. Yeah. We'll figure it out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of fun to play that game. When that happens, when I got stoned, I was just like, I don't. Should I tell a joke right now? I don't know what to do. <laughs> this is a weird feeling. One time, uh... I'm too clear. So, but so driving home still, the pot doesn't matter. But yeah, the booze. So if it's funny if it just dulls down your set. But I also feel like the last show, when you're driving home, no matter what, your feet are already pointed towards that door yeah. while you're doing the show. So you actually have to, I have to focus to make sure I'm like not chintzing them. Like an Albany next week, I want to make sure I give them like a full-on show and not like wait to see the light and be like in the middle of your set, you know, middle of your show. You're like, so then I go to my friend's house and I go, you know what, guys? That's the light. I'm just going to jump up out of here. Albany, you guys have been beautiful. Good night. I got to get out of here. I would never do because that. Because also, there looks like it's a heavy storm moving in around 1230. So we're going to yeah. fucking wrap this thing up. Uh, Albany's I've, also three hours. But when you get to one where it's like going to be like a Syracuse drive yeah. by yourself, you're like, that's always a weird jump to think. I got to get out of here. It's a weird jump to think, though, like at one moment you're on stage. At a show, making people laugh, and then they just fast forward an hour, and it's just you silently breathing heavy through your nose, driving home. I like, know, right? I mean, you, you <laughs> it's can... like an hour before you're like, bah! and you're like, this guy sucks a fucking dick, and like, ah! and then you just cut forward, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. dead quiet. I always think about that. How it's like just that change of emotion. Yeah, and it's not what they're expecting. They think you're out somewhere tearing it up. Yeah. even like you guys must have played that one Rick's uh, Brunson's in, in Minneapolis in the yeah, mall. Sure. In the wall. Yeah, we. Yeah. So you know how you cut through the mall at the end of the night to get back to your hotel, which is a nice hotel. I got no problem. It's great. But yeah. There's an amusement park, and it's closed by the time you're done. So you have a late show, and you crush it, and it's Saturday <laughs> night, and everything. And then, and then you're walking through Lego Land. Yeah, closed <laughs> Lego Land. The roller coaster. Yeah. And, and you're like, I, I suck. I yeah. suck. What am I? <laughs> you go from this high of like, I'm going to be doing theater yeah. soon. Oh, there's a roller coaster. <laughs> you just, there's just like a fucking one child shoe just I, I on the trail. You're like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know what your guys' hotel uh, regiments are like, but that's the whole thing with me. To me, I ha- that feeling hits me much more when you're like, at this point, we're doing like, I don't do organized meet and greets really, but I mean like, you know, you got to stay and meet people after the show and I want to stay and meet people after the yeah. show, but it's such like a, an adoration fest, which is sweet and great. That is bizarre when later on you're like, I wonder if they have ice cream at that little shop in the, by the front desk, of this hotel. Oh. I'm going to walk down in socks. <laughs> yes. like, yeah. I'm going to smoke a cigarette outside in socks. And how many times I've been that, like just, just like a tank top and socks and like a basketball short stand outside smoking a cigarette just looking slovenly with a hat on and like people that came to the show were staying at that hotel they're coming like, back from the bar hey dude fantastic tonight man like, uh-huh she's still some, uh-huh. a girl still in her cocktail dress and she's like you're hilarious you're like thank you yeah. have yeah, a good goes, night guys you gotta you, just lie go I already got pussy yeah you made a comment about ice cream like two months ago on a show and like getting that late night ice cream you talking about <laughs> no, yeah, 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 you yeah. don't even remember talking got, about it or they like, say to each other they go he's having his ice cream you're like fuck you guys fuck you you don't know me fuck you when I the closest uh, I can get back to the excitement of drinking and this will just show you where I'm at in my life is uh, when I bring video games with me on the road like my Playstation Mm -hmm. I'll if I have weed at the end of the night I'm like guess who gets to stay up playing video games like he's 12 it's just like I look yeah I look back to be like yes that's your thing that's your vice yeah because I mean it used to be like drinking you just go out and then you're just like well I wonder how shitty tomorrow is gonna be yeah yeah but now I'm like when I know there's snacks in the lobby and I got weed in the setup and I'm like let's fucking are you uh, (laughs) are you go out after the show when you're in town 
No, never, never. My thing is what I like to do, like now I'm writing on another show for Kevin James out on Long Island, and I give myself usually once a week in my hotel room, and I'm, I get excited during the day about yeah. it. I get a six-pack of Blue Moons, and, and then a tall boy, because usually I'm after my sixth moon, I want one more beer. Yeah. And that's the dangerous way you Fuck, get back I in your car. <laughs> and I got my pad out, my weed, and I got you know the TV with no volume on, and I'm playing my Neil Young and all my old shit, you know? And it's like, yeah, you're, you're your own best company, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, man, and then, and it's just a solo party, and that's the only way I like to go out now is like DJ Lou or a good friend, you know. Other yeah. than that, I I can't do the small talk with people at bars anymore. You know, it has to be good. It has to be a good time. Yeah, I said I started comedy young enough that I never, I don't. I mean, I have like a fistful of bar hangs in my life, like I, really just going to a bar and hang, uncomedy or comedy club related. Like never, I never like Joe Rose and me have talked about that a lot. He's like, oh, you were never. Don't a you bar ever want to just like go to like a corner bar? And I'm like, I've just been in comedy clubs since I was 19, and just like it seemed like it was a bar. And also, uh, lending to my insecurity, I'm like, and this bar, I am, I'm somebody here. Yeah. <laughs> like if we go yeah. over to whatever's tavern, like I might fall into the background. I don't know if I'm a big personality. Let, let, me, you let know. me ask you a question. Like even after this show, right? I'm looking forward to. I'm doing something a little, little later on. I'm gonna find a nice little bar around yeah. the corner, on all by myself. <sighs> sit down and get a cold beer. Like, do you ever do that? No. I miss that. <laughs> no, I've never done that. Wow, you know what's weird, man? Really? Is when you think, when I think about drinking, I hit, <coughs> what's today? The second? On March 7th, it'll be seven years not drinking. I always yeah, think dude. the one that the, the one that doesn't get me is the party. Like, do you want to go to a party and drink? Right. Yeah. No, because I just have to drink just to stay it there because yeah. I, I would want to fucking leave. The one <laughs> that makes me the one that makes me miss drinking is the thought of yeah. going into a shitty bar. Yeah. McCaffrey and Burke on yeah. 30th Avenue. Yeah. I look at that every time I get on the train and I'm like. I know where I know where that fucking slip up is yeah. because it's just an old oaky bar and I think it was because my dad was a bartender and I was around that as a kid but oh, I, okay. that's like the place where I think of like if I'm going to have a fucking beer and a in a room t- a room temperature shot of Jameson by yourself see, I knew that. by I was, myself I was going to say that before you said it yeah. you look like that Geraldo used to be like that you get yeah. a beer and a little something on the side oh, I love That's, that yeah I did that once because he did it and he's so freaking cool you know yeah well Nate I used to talk Nate Bargetsy into doing shots and yeah. he'd be like I don't do shots unless I hang out that's with you that's weird I, never, fucking I don't understand doing it any other way I guess if we're going to have some drinks I mean I get I just don't like beer that much but I understand having like the beer with a buddy like and yeah. just having a beer but if it's, like, we're drinking like, and if it's like Hey, you want to go out drinking, and the other person's just doing beers? I'm like, no. I mean, we got to, like, at some point mix in, like, vodka. Like, are we going to drink? Oh, yeah, or? no. Listen, a shot here and there is fine. I do shots. But, like, I love to belly up, knock back a ton of beers, go out for my one hits. But I don't like... You stay so goddamn thin, dude. When, when guys start boozing, though, and they get all fucked up, and you can't have a conversation, I'm out. That's yeah. Yeah. nothing to me yeah. now. I like to bullshit the combo, the laughs, the stories. I, was, I felt like I was Chuck Liddell by the end of my drinking career, where, like, I was getting fucked up way easier. Back in the day, I could absorb a ton of damage. Yeah. Like we're t- Tucson days when I first moved here, coming up through the open mic scene, I would just get fucking bombed and be like, I'm fine. And everyone would be like, holy shit. And then by the end, it was like I was blacking out easier. Oh, I was getting wow. sloppy. Well, that's yeah. And then As I was somebody, like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. As somebody who fun drinks and enjoys it. I mean, obviously there's always like, you can go a little too far like on a given night sometimes. But for the most part, yeah. I was talking with Christine about this yesterday about uh like the governing of yourself. Like I just know, like when I, last night when I drank, I had tequila soda at Skanks. Yeah. And then they brought me a, a second one. Yeah. They're doubles. She brought me a second one. I took two sips of the second one. And then when I looked up, 
you know, it was like everything was just a little bit different than it was the second before. And I was like, well, that's it, I'm done. And that's it, and I had no problem. Yeah. But like, the rest of the show was hilarious and fun. I was just like, yeah, but if I have more, like, that's like then I'm just going to have like the, you know, slurring, and I don't, I don't want to get like that. So I just like stop it where it's fun. And I, and I don't need to go. Do you have like your a tipping point where someone goes, another beer? And you go, no, you go ahead, dude. I'm good. Yeah, no, I have like one full beer, one pint when I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. I love one of my favorite parts of stand up is in between shows to bullshit with comics. I don't care if you're an MC from Kansas. Sure. I, just, I just like it. I like the yeah. bullshit and tell the stories. So, uh, and then I'll have, you know, one or two on the second show. But as I get now, I have more and more people coming to see me as I get older. So it's like, when I was younger, it's like, whatever, you got your free ticket. You don't even know who the fuck <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm just, oh, the you bag slide, on the you could slide out the back if oh. you want to. But you, but and you it's actually, not on you me. Want, you don't even know who I be. am, you know? But now they're like, you know, when they tell you, oh, you know how it is, right? Well, we yeah. got a hotel room, made a weekend out of it. You know, you can't be shit-faced, you know? So there's right. a, and I never let anyone, I told them a long time ago, don't let them buy me. Don't even give me, we're not going to do the fake water. <laughs> it's not a shot. We're not doing any of that. Just say no, no, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of me if I wouldn't have quit drinking and yeah. all of the meet and greets I've done after shows and just me hammered like locking heads with foreheads oh, with a guy yeah, and being yeah. like I fucking love you man yeah, you listen to this fucking radio show <laughs> I, cause I wouldn't I yeah. didn't have a governor Jay has a great governor Jay can like drink I've watched Jay be like he gets silly and you're like oh I think Jay's drunk you know and, and then if like, somebody was yeah. like do you want another shot I'd go well no like, the next one I'm gonna feel like sick to my stomach but you were pretty mature even when you were young man you, you, you already carried yourself like a guy who's been around a long time even when you oh, first came up you went you're an old soul I'm telling you what it was though but not getting fucked up I started smoking weed later in life, yeah. in my 20s, and then also not drinking much because circumstantially I always drove. That's why I said I was a lot of it. Oh. I drank not heavy uh, with Christine, but like I drank, we were drinking at one point probably before she quit drinking, like probably five days a week we'd knock something back. You know? <laughs> I, yeah. I drank enough that moving to New York was partially sold on me because I could sell my car and not risk a DUI. <laughs> that yeah. was part of the reason why <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, that's way better than LA. That's <laughs> yeah, you're like, I can go get fucked up. And then I came here and I was like, oh, the drinking is, it's it's like if you're an alcoholic and you move to New York, you're gonna have a very tough time because it's always available. And you can just walk by a bar and just, yeah, man, it's fucking great yeah, for that's... drinking hard. When I first started working in the cellar, um, I one, one of my favorite stories about Pete was I I was drinking at the bar and you were sitting at the table and I was like, Pete, do you want to go smoke a cigarette? And you go, yeah. And so I go back. This is right when I get past the cellar. So I'm fucking scared of everybody. And I'm at the bar having a beer and then I'm like waiting and I have the cigarette out and I'm like, do I, do I go ask him? You know, so I like wanted to go smoke the cigarette and I'm like, nah, I'll just like keep drinking my beer. And I'm like drinking my beer and I put it down. I'm like, I'll probably go ask him. And I go over the table, I go, Hey Pete, how about that cigarette? Like up like that, and you go. All right, I've had camping trips with less planning. Like that. And I, go, I go. All right, I just remember that we just went outside and smoked and shot the shit. But I remember being like, I just remember sitting at the bar and being like, do, do I walk over right now? I should probably walk over right now. Like cigarette. Yeah, I fucking say it. Hi, this is Jacob, and Wednesday was a shocker for everyone in the studio as Jay revealed the secret that DJ Lou has been hiding for years. DJ Lou, who I believe has told us he, uh, on weekends he's had gigs, um, DJing a wedding. Five at years bar, he said this. Uh, 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 maybe a bar mitzvah. I don't know, like, but it's like parties. Uh, I've done it? very small, poor weddings and uh, bar mitzvahs and you christenings. Didn't, you, you didn't send it like that, though. You said yeah, you've done you, these you, things. Yeah. I believe at one point you said it was for uh, someone high-ranking in the government. We call you DJ Lou. DJ Lou is not... You earned that. 
Yes, we thought that you could do exactly what it is you're doing right this moment. Yeah, and then just say a name and personalize it. So I thought it's for Brittany and Michael. So I thought it'd be funny. I know Dan's going to be invited to my uh, sister's wedding, and uh, and I was like, it would be funny if just like lose down. We we thought about possibly taking the whole crew down and doing like a live from my sister's wedding day. Sure, which would be hilarious because DJ Lou, I said I'll hire you. I'll pay you like legit. You're a wedding DJ to the best of my knowledge. Yeah, knowing you. Uh, four days a week forever <laughs> five years five years mm-hmm. uh, hey remember you said you were a wedding DJ what a way to incorporate two people you love together from different worlds my sister would think it's so when I suggested the idea that oh you should have DJ Lou DJ she goes oh my god would he I go I absolutely if he's available I'm sure he would he does that's his job he does so I tell DJ Lou he goes man absolutely that is great so a couple weeks ago he comes to me a little nervous. Sure. Maybe, maybe a week, two weeks ago. And he goes, hey, with your sister's wedding, like, I don't know. And I'm, I'm glad we had this talk. Because he goes, Do you were, were you here for this? No. Dan wasn't here? No, no but you've told me off air. He goes, listen, the thing is, I'm not actually a DJ. I am more like an apprentice to a DJ. I go, excuse me? Wait, so what do you mean? You got like... He goes, I, I, I'm not actually... I, the other guy is the DJ... I'm like the apprentice, which I've never even heard of this position. When do you go through the challenge to become an actual <laughs> DJ? You're, you're a red belt DJ? You must go to Scratch Mountain <laughs> and DJ a storm. <laughs> Only then, DJ a storm under a canopy. Only then may you become a true DJ. If those 17-year-old girls wearing panties and fur boots yeah. stop dancing, you'll never get your match. What is your party style? <laughs> he's like, drunken Lou. He's like, ah, you've trained under the best. So Weddings, he, bar mitzvahs. He says, I'm, I'm the apprentice, which yeah. we'll dig into hard in a Dude, second. he's a Padawan. He's a, yeah, he's prospect. Mm. He doesn't have the full patch Pros- yet. Yeah, he's, he's doing bottom rocker. <laughs> yeah, he, doesn't so, get, he doesn't get top rocker yet. So he says, I'm the apprentice. He goes... And I'm like, okay. So already right there, I did have a thing in me. It's kind of like just the fact that like he's like sitting there, like you're all right, boss. He's like, I'm just thinking, the Sugar Ray every morning go into celebrate. So when he says that right away, I already have. I go, well, that's a little weird because my picture was DJ Lou's DJing the wedding. That's gonna be awesome. I think I'm gonna hang with him the whole time. Cold one in his hand, old Mets hat on, maybe a suit. I figured I was going to kick it with him most of the time, like laughing about shit and yeah. talking about stuff for the show. Looking like a guy that just sold his land to an oil company. Having fun. So uh, that's what I thought, but I was like, all right, well, he's there still, so I guess maybe he can even hang a little more because he's not uh, actually DJing, it turns out. Yeah, he's just loading up the gun. And then he goes- He's just putting bullets in the fucking machine gun. And, and he goes, I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous too. He goes, well, I'm not understanding. He, he goes, well, I don't understand what they want. What do they want exactly? I go, a, a wedding DJ. He goes, but what do you mean? I mean, they want like show drops and all kinds of stuff, like like show references. And I went, no, 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 no. This isn't no. Don't want YMCA. This is a bonfire event. They go, just how you DJ apprentice a wedding normally. <laughs> just do that thing. Yeah. There. I, I go, I we're hiring you as like a DJ. The, the fun thing of it is that you are also a wedding DJ. We were under the impression, and and now it's slightly different than you said, but you're but you're there. And then he was like, oh, okay, good. I was nervous. And then uh, a week later, he goes, I'm not doing your sister's wedding. <laughs> Why? Did your, did your master strike it down? <laughs> yeah. Did he tell you he was your father? Yeah. He goes, you took 
turn against me in this wedding, and there will be problems. <laughs> Strike me down. And I, what happened? Uh, he said he didn't want to do it. He had too much going on uh, in the month of October. Now, you said he was nervous, Lou. I also didn't use the word apprentice. Uh-oh. No, no, that's true. You did use <laughs> nervous. You did not say it. Wait, I think you may have said apprentice. Assistant? Assistant, I think. You think that sounds better? <laughs> that sounds like you should be wearing a skirt, dude. I'll At least apprentice it. seems like you're going to become him. Assistant seems like you're a college girl I looking do, for, a, for a summer credit. I'll give you one of the best weddings in New Jersey. This hot piece of ass is my <laughs> assistant. It's my assistant. Mr. DJ, do you want your sandwich? Yeah. You're the eye candy while yeah. he DJs? Yeah. Well, of course. Oh, you dropped something. Lou, can you get it for <laughs> yeah. our friend? Lou, bend over and hand me my vinyl of uh, YMCA. Oh, looks like they need to play the chicken dance. Make your butt clap, Lou. <laughs> Lou, make your butt clap for the people. <laughs> Lou, get out there and start the dancing. Is that what you do? Are you a party starter? <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Get up, Grandma. You're not too old to boogie. I know. He's got a headset mic on. I know you're not too old to boogie with me, are you? He's got both of her hey, arms. I'm DJ Lou from the Bonfire Comedy Central Radio Series X95. Oh. I'm here to make you guys have the best experience of your Good life. Good evening to the Wachowski and the Chongs coming <laughs> together. Love. Grandma Chong, Grandma Wachowski. Come on. We Get can do it. it. Left foot on one, two, three. Left foot. Oh, one, oh, two, oh. three. Oh, looks right like foot. Huh, two, looks like three. this wedding is gonna have a little bit of rhythm to it. Let's bring <laughs> out the bridesmaids. Halfway through, he's just in the fucking bag, hammered. Oh, damn, goes, I'm gonna probably take a stab at your sister. Come on. Well, but, well, well, Jay. Like, no surprise. A lot of fat people in your family. Whoa. Look at the line for that buffet. Dance floor empty. <laughs> All the carbs being piled on like a fumble at the five. I can't wait to see these pigs dive for a goddamn bouquet of flowers. Is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> Lou. Dude, the thought of Lou having one of those mics and then leaving it on when he's hammered and he's just yeah. talking to a <laughs> lady and going off. over, he goes, oh, I'm pretty much the brains behind everything on the bonfire. I'll What's tell you the what. bonfire? He goes, I'll tell you what, suck me off in the closet, I get you a t-shirt. I got him in the car. I got him right in the car. I got him in the car. Yeah, I'm driving She's home. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're driving home? He goes, I can't drive yeah. home. She goes, did you, you leave think it? this is drunk? You haven't seen me drunk, sweetheart. <laughs> you haven't seen me drunk. Did you leave it with valet? He goes, I so the, the Chong family's like, someone turn his microphone off. Yeah. yeah he's, he's causing everyone to be upset. <laughs> DJ Lou, what's, what's a DJ's assistant? What's your job? Party, what's your job, dude? Party starter. What is so that? Funny. Party starter. Oh, uh, Hava Nagila. Let's get that chair out here. Who's going up first? Let's do the horror. Salads will be out in 10 minutes. Right now, you better get your butt to the dance floor. <laughs> DJ Assistant Lou. I can't call him DJ Lou anymore. He's not a DJ. DJ Assistant Lou. DJ Assistant Lou. Wait, um, does she current doing that? I'm what? sorry. Maybe I missed it. <laughs> Lou, you've been a DJ for I don't know how many decades. Not, not at Are all. You still? No. Zero decades. He's an assistant. Well, when do you officially, like, how long do you have to train for? What a crazy question to ask, right? How long do you have to not have the patch of the motorcycle club? (laughs) Jacob, the question is, how long does rain take to form? (laughs) Hang on. You're terrified of DJing. I'm not terrified. I want to Do you have two turntables? 
No, I don't have any equipment. That's why I'm the only the assistant. <laughs> You're a DJ with no equipment? I'm not really a DJ. I would have sworn to God that you have turntables at your house and a mixer. And he goes, dude, and there's Who's a bunch of- a prospect? He's still a prospect. He's still a prospect. Yeah. But DJ you're a prospect, prospect, but you don't even have a bike. Yeah, he just shows up. <laughs> you don't goes, even have a starter bike. He goes, prospect, you need a ride? You need a ride to the gig? He's got a record player. Why don't you go get me some tall boys and come back with a pack of smokes for me? <laughs> I think, dude, I'll be halfway through the Macarena if you can hang. I think on a big, big birthday, a big, big birthday treat for Lou one day, me and Dan might have to go halves on just getting you the dude. CD turntables, dude. I'll go get, get you, you out there, man. I'll get, get you, you a big ass, we'll go get you a fucking setup. Every, I promise you, we could open the phone lines up and everyone would call in and say, everyone believes that you were a DJ. Well, I'm a radio DJ. What? I'm not a real DJ. I'm not a real DJ, right? Yeah, you are. You're not a DJ. I'm not a DJ. I'm He's a, not a DJ. Are you a DJ in your heart? Best motherfucking apprentice out there, though. Goddamn right you are. No. It sounds like you're a horrible apprentice, but you're fantastic <laughs> at, at this. <laughs> you're so good at this. The best in the world, I'd argue. Who can teach you anything? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck a, is wrong you know, with you? Also, you? I think it's just you're not doing it. That better be clean. That's clean. <laughs> okay. And number two. Great no. point. Great point. Who's it? This guy's like, oh, anyways, this is how you fade it in. And Lou's like, Lou's smoking a cigarette, watching everything get set up. He goes, yeah, I got it. You have to have picked something up. What do you mean? Picked up knowledge? Yeah, you could just do it. I can just do it. I just don't want to do it. I don't have equipment. I'd rather be the apprentice so there's no pressure on me. <laughs> you just not go i kind of get that what do you love going to weddings because people he want goes, me to be a dj i don't want to be one i'm sorry i love love so guilty <laughs> yeah guilty is charged for love and love because well, people want you to do it so you they ask you to do a gig and then you middleman a dj so you can go to the wedding yes that's so funny he goes he's like he's like a madam he goes what kind do you want <laughs> you want techno? You want rock? What do you want? I got a whole stable of fellows. Is this what you go through to not have to find a date for a wedding? I just like weddings. You just say, I, you say I'm here with the DJ. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just here with the DJs. What's up with your guys' finger foods? Hey, Mr. DJ's assistant, you can get me started. Does he let you, like... Fuck so, yeah, he does. Does he let you train, like, uh, how, when people come up and ask for a song, he lets you handle that? He yeah. tells you how to talk to them and all that? He watches him. And then he's got, a, he's got a long bamboo stick that he slaps when Lou does something <laughs> wrong, like a kung fu movie. <laughs> but they go, excuse me, do you guys have any, like, uh, Britney Spears? And he goes, oh, I don't think so. You, you always say yes, <laughs> even when the answer is no. <laughs> All right. Lou, Lou, what's the name of your sensei? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that. Yeah, you, why would we get him more work? Him he's like, afraid of it. <laughs> yeah, why plug his business? He's terrified to do the job that he's yeah. got a fucking business card for. You got to loan out of a hole like a groundhog. Do you call him master? Yeah. Uh, Two uh, nervous guys DJ <laughs> service. He goes, Lou, what is best in life? He's like, to have your, to have your enemy in the mambo line. To watch the hors d'oeuvres crushed in front of you and to hear the lamentations of their women. <laughs> John from Dan and John's Wings catered Black Lou's birthday party in the studio on Wednesday. This opened up a discussion about some interesting hot sauces on the market. Yeah, there was a place called Wings to Go in Philly that had, um, like, the release. You had to sign a release to eat one yeah. of them. I think it was, like, suicide sauce or something. You're like, sure. why? 
It was, I think it was suicide was the second, I think homicide. I like that they're <laughs> named after bad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Death Gr- grip. Growing up unloved. <laughs> you go, whoa, that one's psychological. <laughs> yeah. 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 Losing Be- a parent young. Uh, can I do a dozen of the compared to my brothers? Those are pretty hot, right? Those are pretty spicy. Okay. And then also I'm going to do, uh, ooh, let me do half a dozen of lost a child. Yeah. <laughs> those seem like those might be. Let me get some too fat to be gays. And, uh... um, yeah, I think that's going to do the order. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? It's my birthday. Let me do a half a dozen of the attracted to children. Is that, is that right? Dude, it's pedophile. We don't serve pedophile. No pedophile sauce? He goes, those things don't even have skin on them. You go, oh. He goes, you want to fuck a kid? Eat this. I deserve it. Ah, ah, it's not even, it doesn't even taste good. I deserve it. Ah, it's pure You guys want genocide? You go, that's a little much. I don't know if I'd put that up there. It's the wings that don't exist. <laughs> the genocide? Can I get, can I get an order of genocide? Go, genocide? It never happened. What are you talking about? I got you. It'll be down there. Your number's, yeah. your number's 93. What do I owe you? Nah. Never yeah. happened, man. Never happened. Never happened. <laughs> Yeah, about? it's gonna be hot though. Do you hear wings ago are Holocaust deniers? <laughs> oh, they they don't say it; they like suggest it. <laughs> it didn't happen. They don't just say what didn't happen. What did happen? This order. This order. Why do you keep winking? That's so. Can I'm you so guys? Can you wings. name your wings like that? Can can I? Is, we have a couple of off menu. Really, you got to sign the waiver for dick them. Dick punch. Yeah, yeah. They're called the uh, Widowmaker. Oh, dude, I love yeah, those. Yeah. <laughs> They go, ooh. They go, can I get a, can I get an order of the crippling debt? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. You're going to need a cosign. Hey, all right, that's You have fair. a guarantor to eat this wing? Yeah, what do you got? They bring it out. Like one, they have to take a case off of it. Yeah. There it is. There it is. You go, fuck, okay, that's Things fair. has been dry aging for years. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Black Lou again. If you've ever wondered what it's like to live a reverse Green Acres life, Listen in as comedian Tracy Carnazzo explains leaving New York City for love in the mountains of West Virginia. I met a guy that went to NYU. He was an actor, super hot. And he was like, uh, when he graduated, he was like, you want to come live with me in West Virginia? And I was like, yeah. Really? Yeah. And then I left very shortly after. That's crazy. Yeah, I lived in a mountain. Really? <laughs> I literally lived on a 2,000 acre farm in a mountain. I was like, oh, I'm going to settle down in West Virginia in the hills. What was it that made you leave? I mean, I know what West Virginia. Yeah, what, because we got in a fight you? one night, and uh, we lived up on this mountain, and my car couldn't make it down the mountain, so I had to park down at his parents' house, which was lower on the mountain, and then he would drive his car up to our place. So we got in a fight one night, and I was like, "I'm leaving," and he was like, "Where?" He's like, "Bitch, you got a train to leave." Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "What do you yeah, mean, you where?" Got to be Rambo to get yeah, out. Yeah, and I just. I sat in the car and I just cried and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't leave." And then you did leave though. Yeah, eventually. Shortly after. Uh, yeah, it was during the day though. <laughs> it was when the harvest came. I was like, "Oh, let's go visit my car." <laughs> you Were you kidnapped, Tracy? Uh, everything's okay. I feel fine. She was like, you know, and then uh, and then the authorities came by <laughs> and I made a sign to one of the cops. He took out the three guys. We used to go. Thank on- God he understood the signal because it was. Just, I kept saying I was fine, but I was giving him like an eye twitch. Thing. Yeah, I said, "Is there any more Wendy's?" And he knew that there's no Wendy's in the county. On Thursdays, we used to go get gas. 
<laughs> yeah. Did you did you trick yourself like a love after lockup girl for yeah. a second that it was quaint and for you a second? Liked it? For, yeah, I did it th- our entire relationship. But I'm saying you were like, this is actually a cool way to live. At yeah, first the whole time. Like we're rural, we're the living whole time. Real life. I, like, I kind of love is, it. Get away. He was he was a good looking guy. Away. Oh, he's a hot yeah. West Virginia. He was really good looking. Here's the thing though. Those those are uh, you're you dealt with inevitable white trash shape shifting. Yeah. Uh, women deal with it in hunky men with six packs. That's and big, exactly and, what this and, was. And big dongs. Big blue eyes, beautiful and, blonde hair. He was gorgeous. Yeah, because, yeah. because fucking white trash guys always some, they either go fat or just mean. because they no, work. He was hot. Just because they do some sort of a job. He was in a lumberjack. Life. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. They, they're like weirdly in shape. But if he would have stopped working, he would have got fat, uh, pink skinned, and then mean. No, he was mean already, but I didn't see it until we got to West Virginia, and then he started lumberjacking again. Yeah, once he was in his natural habitat. Yes. And he was in New York where he couldn't be mean that same way. We mm. went to a, a cattle auction, Yeah, and I was I couldn't believe what was happening in my life. And I was looking around, and it's just like the dirtiest farmers, and they're covered in mud, and they're just old and disgusting. No one has teeth. Those and, are real people, though. Why don't yeah. you watch your mouth? Those are <laughs> I, was, I was looking around because I couldn't believe what happened to me. And he jabbed me in the ribs. He gave me a good elbow. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, you don't make contact, eye contact with other men in front of me. That's great. And I was like, oh, okay. No, this is real. This guy's pimp hand is strong. Yeah, it was... At a cattle auction you found this yeah. out? He goes, also... <laughs> I feel like the signs were all there. <laughs> we're going to start doing threesomes with cows. He goes, what? We bought two cows that day. Hey. Yeah. We bought, bought a cow. Yeah, we brought him home on our, in the trailer behind the truck. The, we we went to go buy a cow. We How bought old the are you, cat- Tracy? I'm 35. Are you? You look like, yeah. like 17 lives. <laughs> I have a few lives. She goes, do you guys know when I was there at Pearl Harbor? You go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's like, no, you didn't know yeah. that's when I was a, that's when I was a tornado chaser. Yeah. She goes, you guys with that? Yeah, no, I got this emulet <coughs> back in 1954. Yeah. I named just- them uh, Lara and Balka. The cows. Yeah, because they were both girls. It was a mother and the, the daughter. So they were milking cows. Yeah. They were, um, no, because you they trade cows like they trade stock there. I thought you were going to say slaves. No. I was going to be very upset with you. It's black. It's almost Black Lou's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Lou. We're on the eve. He's going to be 35 what? also, but you yeah. can't tell because black don't crack. This is true. Mm. He doesn't look as weathered as I do. Day over. He doesn't look a day over 20. Actually, you can tell me Black Lou at 27, 28. I'd buy that easy. You think I look old? No. I thought you looked very young. Is why you. I say, like, how oh, did you do I all these things? That. Yeah. I would have so, thought you were in your 20s still possible. Thank you. I'm interested back with his West Virginia story. Yeah. He was an actor? Yeah, he was an actor. And then he went back to the He had to go back to West Virginia. His mother's in a wheelchair. His father was like 100 years old. You know, there's a lot of overalls involved. And yeah, so we went back. What was your... Every day Mm -hmm. or every time that you would fuck Mm -hmm. and you'd come. Yeah, yeah. Explain to me the... Two minutes after that, what was the what, you, what was your thought every day? Because like, you were clearly into this guy physically. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm so lucky. He's so hot. And then right when you come and you yeah. go, it's like, well, I get, there's that moment where you just go, okay, dick's dick. Right. You can get dick anywhere. So like, what the fuck? And then like, you know, and then he walks out to go get a drink like right. with his fucking muscly ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, like it's Patrick perfect Swayze buns. in Roadhouse. Oh, that's exactly and then you're like, and you're thinking. like, you're like, oh man, never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He puts on. He's like. He just doesn't even put on his uh, underwear yet. He goes, I'm going to go grab a glass of water. He comes back in, and his dick's still like the, it's coming down still, so it's just bouncing like a gonzo nose, and he's just drinking a water, and you're like, nah, I could stay. Something's going down his chin. I love those cows. We, we, got did, them. we didn't have a TV. 
But they, yeah, but you roll you roll over on his old Roy Rogers sheets to grab your phone on the creaky no, he, spring mattress. The house was beautiful. It was a stone house that was hand built by like his great great grandfather. It was a beautiful house with like a big porch. It was nice. And it was just your house. It was just me and him. It's crazy. Y'all had cable. We didn't have no, a TV. No TV. We only listened to the radio, and he would like only what, listen to country what shows. Stations. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say, was, did he get into shows like The no. Shadow, <laughs> Little Orphan Annie? Yeah. No, there's like no. I mean, it was in the middle of a two thousand acre farm. Like, I don't know if you understand. Like, we're in nothing. Could you have made it? I feel this way about jail. Ironically, mm-hmm. but do you feel like you could have made it? Maybe another year. Was mm-hmm. he good looking enough if you had television? No. Um, I, the what it was like well water there were a lot of spiders like i couldn't my there, ex-girlfriend was well water and she was blonde and then one day when <laughs> well water, no one day when well water goes wacky on you it can fuck your her hair turned bright orange when just like rust gets into oh, yeah. well water yeah and she and she washed her hair one time and her hair was orange for like two months and we used to have to like hang out with his mom all the time and she did not stop talking and i had no clue what she was saying God rest her soul. Um, <laughs> Did you ever think about putting her down? I mean, eventually she got kind of. Yeah, no, but you're like, Did she at beg her. you to? No, I, I couldn't take it anymore. Kill me. Though. Kill me. Because he would go it. out and, like, you know, lumberjack on his own land. Because what they would do is they would cut the trees down and they would sell them to the coal mines. And that's how they made money. He had, um, like, a wood mill on his land. What did this fucking guy do in NYU? He he made a documentary too but I don't about. Mean, I don't even mean that. I'm saying what did no, he, he was, was his, What was his? I know, but his nightlife. How did he life, find what, his way to NYU? Like, what was his nightlife like when that's what he goes right back to? That's a crazy yeah. change. Yeah, you can't really go crazy. from like you can't go from going to Tao and like right. partying. I, to I being met like, him here. Yeah. He was in a show that I was working on, and I met him here, and I was like, oh, he's so good looking. Like this is. He was like a club promoter. He was doing like all those college club jobs. promoter back yeah, to like, lumberjack. Yeah, that's he was like crazy. doing all these college jobs. He was like you know doing some modeling. And then, like, boom, we're back on at the woodmill. Damn, it was hard. That is weird as shit to be like, "Hey, I bet his dick hair was perfect. Nothing. Those stragglers on the shaft. Oh, yeah, yeah none. I bet he, I bet he had a little mustachio above it. That's not the world I'm living in. You know what I'm talking about, DJ Lou? You got fucking shaft hairs. Right on. You're, you're, you speak it. I live it. Take them right off. But me too. There. When I see him, though, it bothers me. <laughs> Man, when you have a, when you let them go in for a while, and you're like, how the hell did you get this high? And up? you're like, oh my god, on the bottom. Never had to deal with like under my dickhead a little beard of hairs. Yeah, I wonder if my girlfriend's had to play like guitar chords to block the hairs while she's sucking my dick. Like, because it's literally like five C, hairs. C A G. <laughs> it's just like a little. It's so weird. Yeah, it happens. It does happen. I know. God, You're talking yeah. to two men with like, penises that it does. Way, but like all the way up to the top sometimes. Uh, no, no. I'm telling you, I don't have, the bottom's not where I have the. Yeah, bro- but. It, I'm saying at the top under the head where like the foreskin where it would be like right. would gather sort of. Really? Yeah, I'm cut kind of diagonal. It's a I top. have it all the I have it down the back alley. Yeah, mine's underneath. Yeah, like hairs. Under the head. But just like, like I mean, literally like, shoot- like, like five you could like. Yeah. If they grow, that's They're not, it. it's not and a I, patch. It's like single hairs. Oh, I've like, seen a full stripe, like a full mohawk. That's crazy. Yeah. Straight up and down the whole dick. Yeah. That's weird. I couldn't believe it. I thought that it was, dark, like I was, I kept trying to wipe it away. Happy Wait, Jacob was asking, tree. you asked Tracy, how much does a cow cost? Oh, it depends on the cow. I mean, there's an auction. There's you a whole, fucking idiot. You know, you is the cow healthy? How much cow. does it weigh? How old is it? It just, it goes by pound. It is the craziest thing. I have pictures. I'm going to send them to you guys. It's it's terrifying. <laughs> How much did your the cows you bought? I think cost? that maybe we spent 300 bucks that day on the Two cow, cows. and but you have to take with the calf. 
And then the cow, we had to give him the medicine when they got home. They had to give him injections. Yeah, it was, it's a whole thing. Fuck your boyfriend, listen to the radio. Kill an old lady. (laughs) Yeah, listen to some Conway Twitty after your boyfriend blows your back out. Go down, talk to his crazy mom who's yelling at Stonewall. His dad was no joke, I think, in his late 80s. How long were you there for? Uh, I was there for like a couple months, but I didn't make it. I didn't make it as long. Like the the plan was that he was going to go down there, make some money on the the wood mill, and you know set his parents up and see what they needed, and then we were going to come back to New York. And then we found out, uh, unfortunately, he had gotten his ex girlfriend pregnant. What? While he was home in West Virginia? No, right before we left. In New York, yeah, and uh, so you had a pregnant girlfriend in New York. Yeah, when you were down West Virginia, right, with him? right. But meanwhile, she gets to live in New York, and you're fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah that kid no, gets well, shoveling she fucking moved back cow to, shit. She moved back to California. It's like a whole big thing, and now he's like, you know, did the girlfriend have the baby? Yeah, yeah. Is it a hot baby? Uh, it's a it's a, a half uh, West Virginian, half Asian. Whoa, yeah. sexy yeah. little home, little away, yeah. <laughs> little rural, little city, little Wuhan. Little <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. East on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. <laughs> At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.